Thank you for downloading this episode of the Football Purist Podcast. Please help by subscribing and check out footballpurist.com. Welcome to another edition of a Purely Arsenal Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Sessions, and I've got Neil Shaw with me. How are we doing, Neil? Oh, mate, I'm over the moon, celebrating and jumping up and down for joy not... Awful, 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 woeful, woeful, mate. Awful stuff. Um, also got Mark Harrison with me. How you doing, Mark? Um, I'm in a world of confusion, Jack. I don't. I, I, I'm trying to sort of master the words to describe what I just watched, but um, you know, I'm 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 pretty much like them players all over the place. Yeah, well, but I'm sure I'm sure we'll decipher it. Nice to speak to you. Top man. Also got Michael Harris with me. How you doing, Michael? Uh, how you doing, Jack? I've got um, a bottle of beer here and I've got a rum chaser as well. Oh. So I feel I'm going to need it. Chuck it over, will you? Yeah. <laughs> you, you, know. you don't drink, Jack, do you? Hey, mate, I'll that's desperate measures. That's not, that's not a good sign. Heights, you know what I mean? That's really you know not a good I mean? sign. You'll be, you'll be reaching for the fags next. Yeah, that's not good. Hey, well, whatever, whatever, whatever numbs this pain, you know what I mean? But <laughs> let's get to it and let's start, with, uh, let's start with Mark. Mark, just sum up that game for me, mate. I put up, do you know, I actually muted the mic for a second because Wenger's on and I wanted to, uh, oh, really? I wanted to listen to, yeah, I wanted to listen to what he said. He's, I'll just, all I've caught is really that he's, uh, that they sort of asked him to justify, you know, were you happy with the effort? And he, and he said, all, all I'll say is if you watch, watch a game like that and you're the manager, you can't be happy. So he started to sort of at least say something. At least admitted. He didn't quite get there, but, um, no, Jack, I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, no. I just, I just, I just sit there, you know, and, and think to myself, what is going on? You know, I think, I think we're in complete disarray. Three games into the season, we're we're, we're sitting here, you know, uh, uh, at the lowest step of last year when we went on that sort of real sort of bad run of two or three months. I don't think it got this bad. I mean, I know it was Liverpool and they're half decent, but we made them, we made them look like Barcelona today, and and you look you look at the teams on paper and we we've got we've got the better team you know but when you come up against a team that are organized that are drilled that are, that are every player on that pitch knows what they're doing where they should be and then most of all when they've got desire in their hearts to play for the manager and the fans and the club then you then you've got you've got a game on your hands if you've got set up totally the opposite to that then you will get battered and that's exactly what happened we got battered we are in a, we are in a place already, you know, worse than we were last season at our lowest step. To lose like that with, with at Anfield with that lack of effort is an absolute disgrace. Isn't You can't even, you know, it's not even a. I can't even say to you there. There are times when I sit and watch Arsenal. I'm so stressed and so so and I get so angry, and I've got to a point now where I I, I don't because I, I kind of I kind of expect it after I saw that first goal going. I kind of think we all know what's coming after that because we, we we don't seem to have the want or the desire, you know, or the guts to come back from anything. You know, it's it, it, it's absolutely depressing. And, I'll, and if you look at the state of, of where we are in terms of a club now, you'd have to say we're in true decline. 
we're in true decline. You know, we're out of the Champions League, right? We skirted it for two or three years, always escaped, always escaped, always got in it somehow, got in it somehow. We now dropped out of it, and we are now on the verge of losing players that haven't been signed up because they don't want to stay for whatever reason. And we're just left with, you know, this, this abject bollocks, really. It's just, it's just depressing. I don't, I don't see it changing very quickly, you know, and unfortunately, as hard as it is to do this, you know, you've got to point at, at Arsene and say, what, what's going on? It's a tale of two managers, isn't it? You look at Klopp, you know, look what he's done with that team. A few, a few signings here, a few signings there. No, no you know, he ain't gone out and bought an Alexis Sanchez. Do you know what I mean? He's best players. Go out to Barcelona, he's not playing, but he did it today with, with complete and utter desire and want and, and tactical nous. They ran all over us and they knew exactly what areas to hit and when to hit them. And we didn't know who was where, did we? Positionally, we don't know where we are. The back three don't know where they are. The central midfield is just non-existent. You know, and, and it's just dreadful. And, and to see, to see Sanchez come back today and you know, and he just goes off his head and his hands. We're in a bad place, mate. We're in a bad place. And, uh, it, it, yeah, it's not good. Sorry, it's not good. No, can't argue with any of that. We're in disarray, Michael. They look like they're, they're connecting on all levels. And, and, and like Mark said, you know, you just feel like, you know, yeah, it's beyond the point of, of being frustrated and angry when you see us play like that. I mean, how did you see it, Michael? Um, <clears throat> it was just... As, as Mark rightly said, you know, when the first goal went in, uh, you sort of, you've seen it all before, you know, you get all the jokes of all the Groundhog uh, Day scenarios and everything. And uh, it, it, it's, it's, for me, I think what we said in the first pod uh, um, um, the season and we were talking about where do we think Arsenal are going to finish and what we think Arsenal are going to do this year in the league. And I think I said, above and forth, you know, above everything else, all I want is a competitive Arsenal. You know, I just want a team of it's just it's just a team, an actual team, going out there and, and giving a hundred percent and being committed and, and winning their battles first, and then earning the right to play, winning the first ball. If you don't win the first ball, win the second ball. And none of that happened today at all. You know, there was there were eleven individuals out there, everyone playing for their own purposes. You know, their own self worth. You know, you talk about Ox and. And Ozil, uh, Alexis and Ramsey, for that example. But every, there was no one there playing, you know, in, in, in a, you know, connecting well, you know, uh, uh, in a team. And I, and I wonder what on earth has happened since the community shield because, you know, we, we ended up fighting back in that game in the second half and we looked like there was some remnants of something happening there. Like, you know, the system was there. Kolasinic came on and did what he did. And all of a sudden everything's just unraveled. I mean, you know, the whole thing with the Champions League not being in it, you know, we circled the drain for how many seasons? We scraped in, like Mark was saying, we scraped in, we circled the drain and we were all wondering what on earth was going to happen, what the nightmare scenario was when we get out, you know, if we weren't going to qualify. And this is it, we're staring it right in the face now. You know, look at who we've got to play still this season. You know, we've got some massive games to come and a lot of, you know, places that we, we have, we get turned over. And God knows what this season's going to be like if it's how we started. It's just... Um, I, I, I really, really don't know where we go from here, Jack. I really don't. Yeah, yeah, you're right. We were positive after the Community Shield and then suddenly, you know, in, in a matter of two or three weeks, everything's looked completely shambolic and, and in disarray and we're, and we're not being harsh. It really is what we're seeing on the pitch. But uh, every week it's been getting, performance has been getting a little bit worse. Um, the, the transfer window nearing an end has again seemed to throw up more and more question marks with, with players leaving and whatnot. And we'll get to that. But Neil, um, your thoughts on the game, mate? 
Um, I just echo what the other lads have said and what you probably think, Jack. It's uh, been a nightmare scenario, isn't it? I'm always positive. God, there's me saying we're going to do the quad and we're going to go unbeaten. I mean, I'm, I know, you know, there's always a bit of tongue in cheek in me, but um, for me, again, it's all about performances. Uh, you know, I, I've always said on record that if you lose, you lose, you know, but if you lose going out with a fight, that's uh, that can be acceptable uh, in a lot of circumstances. Um, but, the, you know, it, it, it was a case of players, you know, just playing for themselves. Are they really playing for the shirt? Are they playing for this club? Uh, lack of leadership, I think. You've got two midfielders there who just, just weren't communicating, I don't think, with the rest of the, the defence. It was just a shambles. It literally was boys against men. Look, Liverpool are a, a, a frightening team. We know that they're pacey, they're strong. Um, but we made them look better. That, that's my point. We, it's a case of most teams that come and play Arsenal now, we always tend to make them look better. And it has been a case of decline, if you think about it. If you look at the Community Shield where we came back from, you know, going down and, uh, we, it was a, it was a great second half. And then Leicester, we, we, we managed to concede three goals, which, you know, even a couple of them could have been avoided. And then it just went downhill, losing to Stoke and now being absolutely destroyed by Liverpool. And yeah, I know Liverpool away is never going to be an easy game in the best of circumstances, but, Give, give, give yourselves, you know, make, make a go of it at least. You know, I was not seeing passes being put together. We weren't running. We, we were losing the ball and the players just weren't bothered to run back and try and fight for it. We weren't first to the ball. They were just stronger every single time. Even when we did manage to get into the final third, we just had nothing, nothing. And that was obviously, uh, portrayed by having no shots on target. Come on, Arsenal Football Club, third game in the season. Players, you know, we got, we got, we surely have got players that want to prove something and not one shot on target. There was a keeper that was dithering, you know, Liverpool had a keeper that was dithering today. I don't think he would have, if he had been tested and put under pressure, it could have been so much different, but we did not put the keeper under pressure once. And I just think it was, do you know what? I'm normally quite positive, but I thought this was an absolute farce. It was farcical. I'm embarrassed today, and I've never, ever said that. I was totally embarrassed by the performance. And I think the manager and all the players are hugely accountable. Manager first, again, with the tactics and lineup, which, you know, again, it just didn't make any sense. He did it at Stoke. He tried to put a couple of things right today, but still it was bizarre. I mean, why are you playing a right-back, left-back? Why aren't you playing... Kalasinic, Kala, I can never say his name, but King Cole, I'll call him. Why aren't you playing him? You know, he was, he, he won the best, he won the award for the best left back in, uh, you know, in the, in the league before he joined us. And he's on the bench. You know, you've got a 52 million pound striker and he's not starting. Um, I know Welbeck, you know, we, we've always set sung Welbeck's praises, but he has been finding it difficult to convert chances. You know, potentially, you know, Lacazette could have converted chances today, but, it just, all of it was just nonsensical for me. And I, I just, uh, like Michael said, you know, I just don't know where we go from here. It's, it's bizarre because now, you know, we've got the transfer deadline and what's happened. We still got contracts to sort out. We don't know whether anyone's coming in. We've got potentially players got to move. You've got this situation with Mustafi that's come out of nowhere. I mean, we, 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 we were worried. We were thinking we've got more centre backs and we know what to do with three weeks ago. Now all of a sudden we might have a crisis at the back. It's just ludicrous, Jack. I don't know what's going on at the club. No, it's, 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 it's all over the place. And let's stick with the lineup, as as you touched on it, Neil. Mark, um, I, I was, I'm just flabbergasted that, you know, in June we get told by Gazidis and Wenger, they sign the deal, you know, it's, it's perfect timing for them, isn't it? We've won the FA Cup. 
It's perfect timing. Yeah. Um, we're all we're all positive, and we're looking at it going, okay, okay, we've turned it around. I don't know how we did it, but we did kind of see a turnaround last season. You think after that meeting, the first thing on the agenda is the is the year left on the big player contract issues, don't you? And, and for me, I can't understand how that wasn't tackled, how they weren't all called into a room and told two things. You either sit and we use you sparingly or you sign your bumper yeah. new deal. And, I, yeah. and the only reason I can fathom, like you boys said, of that not happening is because Wenger's too nice to say something like that. And there they are, all three of them today, starting in the team, starting in preferred positions, moving right back to left back to make the, making those players playing positions. Um, it's, it's just infuriating, isn't it, Mark? It's totally infuriating. I think it just sums up the, you know, the, the disarray at the club that you know that I mentioned when we came on. You know, how can you possibly be in this situation? You know, how, how do you get this far down the line with these players? You know, the the, the three. You know, I mean, Ox, Ox. I'm, I'm you know, but, but nevertheless, he still shouldn't be going into his last season. He's, you know, he's, he's young. He's English. There is a price tag on him. He's shown some good form. I think for that very reason that he knows he wants to go. And he's, he's put some real effort in and, and, you know, and improved. I thought today he looked every inch of player that was leaving or left already in his own mind. What he was doing in the team, I don't know. Um, if that's the case, and I'm sure it will be, you know, it was a touch of the Nazareth today for me. Uh, you know, playing, playing three or four days before you leave, but at least Nazareth tried. Uh, I didn't see that from Ox today. I saw fits and starts going through the motions like I did with a lot of them. But, but yeah, I mean, Alexis, you know, Ozil, you know, they, I, they're all they're all in a position that, that they could leave the club, and then and then all we're, all we're stuck with is is you know the usual the usual old comfy comfy players. It, it's it's pretty depressing, you know. And then that, as as Neil says, out of the blue comes uh, Mustafi. That's a strange one. Um, you know, no talk of that. And then suddenly he's off to Inter Milan. Uh, yeah, you could see you could see three or four go out this week. And 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 who's coming in? Well, there doesn't seem a mention of anyone really. Where where does that leave us? I mean, it leaves us absolutely. High and dry. I mean, it really does. And um, it, you can only say to yourself, it's complete mismanagement. It's complete mismanagement of the club, isn't it? You know, you, how, can, how can it get to this point? You know, it, but again, it, it, you have to point back at, as you said at the start, Wenger and Gazidis. They make it all too comfortable for them. It's probably ours and it does. You know, trust, 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 trust. And right at the end, they, they, these players are not having it. They're off, mate. You know, they, they, they've, had, they've had enough. So we'll be left with wheeling out Theo Walcott again. You know, it, it is it is astonishingly bad right now. You know, and the way we've started suggests that it's only going to get worse. I, you know, I, 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 it almost it's almost going to work against us winning the FA Cup and going on that little run at the end of last season because it, it does it did what it always does to us because we're Arsenal fans through and through and we live in hope and we we hang on to the optimism and hang on to the good things that happen and you know we 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 beat Chelsea fair and square in the final. And it kind of took away a lot of those memories, you know, those mid-season memories where we were all talking like this. It, it, it sort of dissipated. Yeah, new system, you know, changed it around. We should have done it at the end start of the start. You know, we, we're, fans are optimists. Fans are fans. We want to get behind the team. We want to, you know, we want to support the manager and the players. But the fact of the matter is, in a very short space of time, you know, we don't look ready again. You know, we're not ready. Everyone else is ready. We're not ready. That's what, that's what it seems to me. And today was a classic example of that. And, and I think this week is a turning point, you know, in the club season. Because if we do lose 
another two or three players. You know, one's going to Chelsea, whatever you think of Ox, he's going to Chelsea, right? Or Liverpool. So they're strengthening them, right? So, you know, and I think the ultimate really would be if, if, um, Sanchez ends up at City. You know, they, they're talking about they're going to test our result this week with 70 million and 400 grand a week for him. You know, and if that, if that happens, then I do think, you know, the towel, the towel's got to go in almost. You know, me as a, me as a season ticket holder, I'm not, I would, I would completely and utterly review my position as a, as a, someone who pays their money every summer to, to, to watch us sell our best players to City after telling everyone we don't. Um, so they want to make sure they go through it out, I'll tell you. They want to make sure they don't sell Sanchez to Man City because I think, I think, you know, I, I could have had enough of it, to be honest. Um, of course, I'll always support them, but, you know, I will review my position as a paying season ticket holder of a few grand a year because I just think now it's getting to a point where we're, you know, we are being taken the piss out of in lots of ways. And, you know, it, it is not good. You know, it's, it's the, and as you know now, it's going to be Armageddon tomorrow. You know, I just watched uh, fleetingly a bit of the interview with Fenger at the end. He's lost for words, mate. He's, he don't know what to say. You know, uh, Jeff Shreves is asking him questions uh, like, you know, the fans were singing Wenger out. What do you say about that three games in? You know, he said, well, if, I, if, it's, if I'm the problem, I'm the problem, and I, you know, we'll have to just face it, you know. He don't know what to say. He hasn't, he hasn't got a clue. And I don't know how you answer that anyway in lots of ways, but and then when it comes to the bit about the effort of the players, you know, but surely you're not happy with that effort of the players. It comes out with, well, it's not a good time to talk about that now. Well, when is a fucking good time? Because everybody, everybody wants to know what, what, you know, what you think about it and take some responsibility for it. It's, it's not good enough to stand there and palm it off. Do you know what I mean? It really isn't. And I just think it's, That's you know, it's getting, it's getting to a point now where it's, it, it is, it is ridiculous <clears throat> to say stuff like that because you've got everybody the watching public at home, the fans at home, the fans that have travelled, right? And it's not good enough to say it's not it's not the right time just to palm it off. We need some responsibility taken, and we need you know. And if it ain't going to change, then he will have to go, won't he? He'll have to, he'll have to you know put his hands up. He can't tell tell anyone that was acceptable today. And whilst he'll stand there and go, it's not what we wanted and all that, he's got to be more brutal because until he does, all that all them tossers sitting in the, in, the, in that dressing room taking millions of pounds a month out of the club that can't provide a goal-scoring chance in a game after a week's work, right? They're a disgrace, all of them. Absolute disgrace. Every single one of them. And Gary Neville summed it up. He said, you know what? When they talk about players at night when a contest, any of this lot could go. It don't, it, it, who wants them? Do you know what I mean? Who wants people that are just going to put half-hearted performances in consist, like consistently in big games? Liverpool away. It's Anfield. You can't raise yourself for that. You can't raise yourself for fucking anything. Sorry. You're an absolute joke. So, you know, I, I do blame the manager. But I, I, every one of them players today can do one for me. Yeah. I've had it. Yeah. Absolutely had it. Yeah, we talk about the manager, Mark. but then you Mark. Know, Neville did come out and say, you know, when, um, how many of these big players at Arsenal would go to a bigger club than Arsenal? Yeah. At this point, yeah, I, think, I, think, I think that's a good point. You know, it's a very good point. There's a few, obviously, Alexis. There's a lot that are considered very, very big players. Sure. Yeah, I, I'm not certain bigger clubs than us are going to come in from. Sorry, Neil, go on. Yeah, just going to say, I mean, I think we can end the podcast there. I think Mark has just, uh, just, just done his mark's mark and summed it all up, really. I mean, Thank no, you, honestly, I, no, honestly, I think he has. I mean, he, he you, Mark, you, you said something about, 
you know, backing. We we all want to back back the club. We want to back the players and the and the manager and all the rest yeah, of it. Yeah. Of course we do. But you know what? How can you back? I'm I'm, I'm not. I don't want to single anyone out. Uh, but, but I will. No, actually I will. Uh, but it, but it was but but it was it was a prime example of what we saw today. And you've got and you, I'm sure Jack, you were going to discuss it anyway. But sorry, let me just get in here. You, you, the, the goal, the first goal, I think it was. Ramsey wasn't even watching the bloody match. Oh, he wasn't oh. even watching the match. How can fans, away fans, travel, pay all that money, travel all those miles, and sit there in the stands? And he's he's talking to the touchline, or I don't know what he's fucking doing. And yeah. and and you know, I've I've been, I've been praising him lately. This isn't the case of oh, let's get on Ramsey's back. When when where this credit's due, we praise players and manager. When we when there is an issue. Then we will criticise, and that, and I had some kind of debate with a with a, someone on Twitter this this very week about that. We are not a pro winger. We are not pro anything. We see and oh, say yeah, how it is. And I just yeah, and, and, really I, and I just and I just want to say this, <laughs> and I just want to say this and make it very clear. All right, we support and back our club, and if we have a manager in place and we have players in place, then we have to support first and foremost. We have to support and back because there's no point of fragmentation. It just doesn't work. It's 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 self defeating in my book, and that that is what we do. But today, I will criticise. I think the manager's got it all wrong. I think the players, players that have been diabolical today. I'm sorry, there's no other word for it. Yeah, and Ramsey, yeah. what the hell was he doing? So how can you back, how can you expect people to back that when you see he's not even looking at the game? He's miles away from Xhaka. There's no, there's no balance. There's no shape. It's a joke. Sorry, I just wanted to say that. I just wanted to just finish off your you're right. what you you're said. Right. No, no, you're right. Absolutely and supposedly right. on that first goal as well, Ox was was diabolical. Apparently, apparently he was. I, I've got to rewatch it, but apparently it, it, his nowhere. face was a picture as well when they, the goal went <coughs> in. Apparently, um, but I've got to rewatch that. Yeah, he was nowhere. And um, we had Ma- Michael. We had um, as Neil touched on the goal. We 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 were poor, but we really had our best chance of the old game before at nil nil, didn't we? Through Welbeck. Um, it was, you know, when you, the more you watch it, the more you think, oh, you know, he, he really should have done better, really. I know he was falling, but, uh, you know, foot went under the ball. Mm. But, but like, like Neil said as well, Mark, we're just so, so no pressure on the ball. Um, I'm never, I, I'm not sure we've had a slower and less defensive-minded midfield pairing than Xhaka and Ramsey for all the praises that we've given them towards the end of last season. Um, do you see those weaknesses? Oh, yeah. Um you know, the, the fact that Ramsey, uh, you know, just, just bombs on and goes forward, you know, acts, acts as a number 10 or, or, or deep line forward or whatever he thinks he is as well. And then Xhaka is, um, isn't, isn't the quickest uh, player in the world, is he? So he's quite easy to get turned around and, and he, then he's chasing back into, you know, into the empty space. Um, it, it, it's, it's a bit worrying when you think that, you know, you bring someone like Cochrane on in the, in the second half and, you know, he's not, he, he's more of a, a guy that vacates that space as well. So he's not going to be one time he's going to be sitting there and shielding. He's going to be one sort of trying to press and, and, and win the ball high up. So it's, um, it, it, it's just so frustrating at the moment, you know, and, uh, just touching back on what Mark said about Wenger and with what he said in the interview. Um, we've seen it all before, Mark, haven't we? You know, when, a, when a, we get a bad result like this, he palms it off, you know, yep. and then yep. what, what will happen? The club, the club will go, silent for a couple of days you won't hear anything from the club and then someone will come out and say this is unacceptable this is not good enough but you know someone like Mertesacker Saka or or Ramsey or someone like that will come out do a little puff piece um and then it'll go quiet again it's in, it's, in, it's the international break isn't it as well so um so so nothing's going to be going on and can you imagine what the atmosphere is going to be like at the Bournemouth game if we've lost a few players you know if Alexis has gone to City let's say if um Ox has gone as well 
and then uh, Mustafi, and then we don't get anyone in. Let's just say, you know, that that's the case. Now, what you know, you've got to remember that the the, the lap of honor at the end of the season, where it was the the the, the atmosphere was so bad that Arsene Wenger decided that he could, he didn't want to go around and do the lap of honor. Can you imagine what it's going to be like in a Bournemouth game after these results, and if what we expect is going to happen in in the, in the window? Uh, and just for us being treated like mugs again with just stupid little pieces saying, oh, well, you know, don't worry about it. Because what will happen, he'll have his press conference for the Bournemouth game. He'll come out with a little quip, you know, and make the press boys laugh. Some of the Arsenal, the, the Pro Wenger Brigade will, will, will pipe up on Twitter and it will carry on again. And it will and it'll be just the same again. We might get a result against Bournemouth and everything's fine. And then we'll come up again in the game where we need to, to deliver put in a performance and we will come up short again and it will just happen again and nothing's going to change boys nothing's going to change unfortunately and uh, you know as long as this this structure is in place you know there's no accountability whatsoever from any of these players and you saw that with the with what Mark's saying with the, with the interview you know it's not the right time to talk about it there's no account that means there's no accountability that he's that means he's probably gone in there and not said anything to those guys not said anything at all I won't say anything to, to them until they come back from the international break. And by then, you know, it's been two weeks down the line, you know, and, and you just say, okay, this, we've got Bournemouth, um, you know, tomorrow and that's it. it it's, there's no accountability. Nothing's going to change. You know, it, it, we'll be talking like this after the next big game, you know, against Chelsea, against Chelsea or Tottenham, whoever it is, you know, we'll be doing the same thing all over again. Yeah, no, you, you sum it up. It's just so frustrating from top to bottom. Nothing's changed. In fact, it feels like it's got even worse. And 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 Mark, we go back to um, you know last year where the roles were reversed, and um, you know, Liverpool played. We can't forget Liverpool played a midweek game. You know, yeah, okay, a qualifier. But we we were moaning about you know, oh, well maybe we don't have the squad to compete on all levels this year. Maybe going into Europa and playing a weekend side would help us. But but you know the way we started the season, it doesn't look like less games is going to necessarily benefit us at all because the problems are just that deep aren't they they are yeah I mean because again it comes it comes down to being set up and ready and, and the amount of the amount of, of desire in your heart you know as you say they played in the week massive massive game for them as well you know like it, it was on a bit of a knife edge they played really well and uh, you know but they've come out Sunday and you'd think it was us that played Wednesday and, you know, and, and of course you can see Arsenal standing there afterwards after losing 4 0, saying, well, we had a midweek game. He'd use it, wouldn't he? He's used it for years, you know, if we, if we, we follow up a, a midweek performance. But this mob came out and they were, they were ready. They were up, up for it. Full of running, full of desire, you know, full of, they're, they're playing for the manager. You know, one of the things that Klopp's worked on over the summer is, is, is the togetherness of the squad. You know, he becomes part of it. That's one of his, traits that you know it's like he's like we're in it we're in it together you know I'm, I'm one of the boys you know and you can see that when they come off the pitch when he was making the substitutions he's grabbing hold of them and they're grabbing hold of him you know there's there's desire there's want there's you know there's, there's a there's a look in the eyes you know once you get that between people especially in a, in the team sport you know we all know how much that can give you that can give you another 25 percent on a day if you look around at everybody and then and, and everybody wants it for each other that drives you on you suddenly become a unit. But we haven't got any of that. I don't see any of that. I don't see anyone dying for anyone else, right, in tackles. I don't see anyone backing each other up if there's a row. I don't see anyone. You know, what I see is us, us at Stoke last week, you know, one nil down. They ate us there. We're getting stick from the crowd. Blokes on the, on the floor in our area. We're 60 yards up the pitch attacking them. And we kick the ball out. We kick the ball out, you know. Monreal kicked the ball out. That's what we're about. We're about... Absolute zero 
want and desire and, and aggression and there's nothing in them, mate. And that's where it all stems from. And that stems from the manager because he can't put it in them anymore. He hasn't got the he hasn't got the ability to motivate a squad to do that now. And everyone else is. You know, all the teams that have got these these managers are doing that. They're motivating their players. Tottenham have got one, unfortunately, that motivates. He gets underneath them. He gets inside their heads. And unfortunately, no matter how good you are now, in this Premiership, you need to have that over anything. I mean, I watched Bournemouth against City on Saturday, the lunchtime game. They were so unlucky not to get a draw, Bournemouth, right? But they had everything about everything that you need. They played to the top of their ability. They've got no stars. They've got no. They've got no superheroes, right? But they've got 15 blokes that are together, that want it, that will push and push them. They gave City a hell of a time, a hell of a time. They've played good football with it as well, and that's what you need. You know, you need to give everything you've got every single game. Neville alluded to it. You know, he said the one thing you've got to do when you lose the ball and it goes past you the other way is that you owe it to your your fans and your club to at least run after it. You might not get there, but you've got to put that effort in. Because if you don't, and two or three do that, you'll lose 4-0 at Anfield and look like a load of twats. That's what you'll do. You know, it's no good Mesut Ozil sitting on his knees making out he gives a fuck at the end, right? It's no good because what I want to see from you is I want to see you giving a fuck in the game. That's what I want to see. But I don't. What I see is you swanning around. And there is no doubt, we, we, we have backed him and backed him and backed him on this, on this pod. Right, he's a great player with the ball when when we've got control of the game. But today, you know, we we make that allowance because he can pass and he can unlock things. Well, when that goes, mate, he's just a passenger, plain and simple passenger, not looking around, not bothering. It, it can't it can't carry on. It can't carry on because he seems to be catching inside the team. Three or four of them today just not interested. And 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 now this this team kick the ball wide. They've got Mane. Mane and Salah and murdered us. They absolutely murdered us because there was no one there after time. It's just honestly, you wouldn't see it in a Sunday morning team, mate. You wouldn't. See, you, you've got. I've seen more camaraderie and more passion in the fucking dog and duck on a Sunday. I tell you, because at least they, at least they care. At least they turn up and they give everything they've got. Come off the pitch and leave nothing on it. And that has got to be the same for every single club in that league. Well, it is apart from us. Everybody gives everything they've got every week. And that's why we'll struggle, Jack. I tell you, we will struggle. If we carry on doing that, we will struggle against Bournemouth. We will struggle against all of them because all the others are revved up and we are not revved up. And that is one thing you need over ability now. Totally. Yeah, and that's that's the least we, as fans, that's the least we deserve. And like you said, you've got four or five players in that team that have absolutely no desire to do the grunt work, go backwards. And no. you see three or four one-twos today, and no one follows the two. In secondary school, I knew to follow mm. the two. Do you know what I mean? Right, right. Do you know what I mean? And they get in behind, they must be laughing their heads off, Liverpool, like a training game. And Ozil, yeah, like you said, Ozil's the, you know, he doesn't have the desire to get back, does he, at all. I know the stats will say, you know, Ramsey, Ozil, they run a lot, but it's what you do when you get there, isn't it? You... you there's Quite no right. real desire from either. Ramsey's always on the front foot. Xhaka is, mm. is not a defensive midfielder. He's a player that needs time on the ball and then can pick a beautiful pass. But if you put him under mm. any, any pressure, Xhaka looks bang average if you put him under any pressure, if I'm honest. No pace. Yeah, no, no pace. pace. Yeah. And, and, and mentally, he doesn't have the pace either. He's not mentally no. fast. He's not like Santi Cazorla. He doesn't have the pace, mm. but in his mind, he knows everything that's around him. Xhaka Quite is right. so slow mentally. 
He gets the ball yeah. and he can't turn. It takes him a few seconds to think and he's lost it. And it's unbelievable that we've got two players in the midfield that we were raving about towards the end of last season, but their weaknesses are glaring and we don't really have anyone to fill in for them. And it's, no. it's frustrating because you lose games from there. And apparently Arsene Wenger came out, Neil, at the end of the game and said, uh, we are not at the right level physically, technically or mentally. That's your My job, Arsene. That is, all, all those things are your job. And if we're not ready, you make the sales in June and you change it in June. I mean, Neil, how can you... I mean, I'm not getting direct quotes. I'm just reading it off a journal. And I don't trust Phil Wick. Well, uh, he's an arsehole. But, but what, how do you sum that up, mate? I mean, that's... What, what do you say to that? It's because the... Uh, just going back on what Mark, Mark said, it's because the dog and duck give a fuck. That's mm. why. But anyway... Exactly right. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um, that's exactly right. Um, <laughs> uh, I have no words for that, Jack. What can, <laughs> what can any one of us say to that? I mean, if, if, if there's any... If there's any truth in what has just been has come out, and Wenger's actually said that, that's inexcusable. We're playing. Oh, we've talked about this till we go blue in the face. This is the Premiership, English football, the English league. The Premiership is one of the best in the world. We're not just talking about Europe. We're talking about the whole fucking globe, right? And if you can't, as Arsenal Football Club is touted to be one of the biggest clubs in the world, yeah, definitely in the top twenty, without a shadow of a doubt. If we talk, we look at the history of the club and everything else that goes with it. If you can't get a team ready physically, mentally, um, and what was the other one he, he said? Mentally, physically, and what was the other? I don't know. Whoever. Technically. technically, if you can't get a club ready for the start of the season, when you know we've 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 had a bad time the previous season. There's no you know there's no denying of what went on with the fans and 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 the banners and the planes flying above. And well, all right, we didn't agree with any of that. I still don't, but. If you as a manager has seen and been exposed to all that and all this sort of disillusionment about whether you're going to sign another contract or not, you know, keeping everyone guessing, you know, losing all of that in, in within the dressing room because the players don't know whether your manager's going to be with you or not next season. And then do you decide to sign? So then you start from the get go. As soon as you've made that decision, you start planning for the next season to say, do you know what? If nothing else, I'm going to prove everyone wrong. I'm going to prove everyone wrong and I'm going to give it my all and I'm going to make sure I get the best out of every single one of these players, whether they're first 11 or not. Everyone that is part of this squad, I'm going to get the very best out of every... I'm going to make them feel uh, wanted. I'm going to make them feel like a unit. I'm going to make them feel like a family that want to, as you, you were saying earlier, you know, want to you know, die for each other on that pitch. And if you then come out and say, we're not ready to do any of that, mm. Then what the hell have you been doing since you signed the contract, if that is true? What have you been doing? What, what, what's been going on? You've still got un, un, you know, contracts which are still there, outstanding. You've got players which we don't know whether they're going to be at the club or not. We don't know whether anyone else is coming in. You know, we should have, I've always said it every single year, even before we started doing this pod. Why doesn't he get people, the players ready before the, the friendlies even start so that they can start gelling together so they know what the new players are all about? You know, they've got to have, to, they've got, I've said it before, foreign players who come from different countries have to have time to settle in, not just in the way they play football with the players, but also the way of life, because it's a complete change. You've got to remember some of these guys are still in their early twenties. If you, if you or I went for a new job in a different country, it's quite daunting. You know, so you've got, you've got to, it doesn't matter how much you're paid and if you're a professional or not, you've still got to be ready for all of that. And why leave it to the bloody 11th hour to make those decisions? 
so that it's it's not an excuse, Jack. It's pathetic, to yeah. be honest. If that's true, yeah. and I, I'm, I'm not going to say anything more on it. And there'll be Sorry. there will be excuses. Excuses will be, you know, because a lot of it's about sales, isn't it? That's why there's, there shouldn't really be an excuse. It's like get them all, get out what you need to get out. And if you can't get them out for a higher price, drop get them out for a lower price just to get the wages off the book. But it's just you know because it, we not, none of us felt we needed a massive amount coming in, but we just need to figure out the contact situation and thin the overcrowded squad. But Michael Alexis has just posted a picture on Instagram of, of him kneeling on his knees, head in his head, mm, his lap, and no words whatsoever. Um, do you feel, think he could still go this um, this window, Michael, or do you think that's one we're just we're going to probably just keep hold of for one more year and let him go for a free? Who's, oh, sorry, Michael, yeah. Um, Alexis, sorry, mate, Alexis. So, Alexis, yeah, um, I think, I don't know, I think uh, if Mark's right in terms of City coming back and uh, offering some big money, I, mean, we're, we're, I still think with all the money that we've got around the club, we're not ones to turn down something like that. that, that for, uh, 28 times. Um, they let him go in a three. I, I don't think the club, you know... It, it's not a club anymore, is it? It's a business. So I don't think as a business they will they will look at that and turn down seventy million pounds or whatever it's going to be. But um, but yeah, it's uh, just listening to, to to Neil and Mark and yourself. It's uh, I'm, just, I'm just trying to get my head around what what he's, he's apparently said in the, in the press conference. You know that we we weren't ready on mentally, physically, and stuff. And then the press conference prior to it, he was basically saying what we were ready. And um, uh, you know it's 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 just bollocks in it now, and it? it's just it's just absolute bullshit just coming out, and uh, he's just he's just winging it from from press conference to press conference, from from game to game, and um, uh, you know I'm just I'm just at a loss really in terms of what what's going to be happening, what sort of what sort of uh, you know shape we're going to be in, you know going forwards, you know is he going to look at this formation again now? Are you changing for two uh, uh, in the second half? You know, are we going to go with that? Um, I, I, I don't know, boys. I'm 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 at a loss. To, I just can't find the words at the moment to to, to verbalise what, what what I'm thinking because it's uh, we've been there before so many times. You know, we, we've been there before so many times. Nothing's going to it's going to change. <laughs> Nothing's going to change. It's going to be the same mm. things happening. You know, over and over. You know, we were just so open today. You know. Bellerin and, and, and Monreal were just, were just playing two at the back at times. And then in the first half, it was three at the back because there was no midfield protection. And, uh, and, you, and if you're in opposition, you just look at that and people like Mane running in behind all the time and Salah on the other side just running in, not, not having to do anything to, to beat their man. They just had space to run into. It was just too easy. You know, it was just. Oh, it's just too easy, and it's and and it, oh, I don't know, man. I'm 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 just gonna down I'm just gonna down this bottle of rum. I, I haven't got a chaser anymore. I've got a <laughs> bottle of rum now, so just, uh, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna drink that now, Jack. It sounds good to me, mate. Uh, Mark, go back to the game a little bit. Um, one nil down. Mm. It's all them. They're dominating. It's, it, they're, they're, they're opening up uh, us up at will, and then the second goal, Marne again. It's, I can't remember how he got the ball, but he. He did hold him far too easy, holding really, you know, showed him onto his favourite side. It was a great finish. He's a great player, man. I'd love to have him at our club, to be perfectly honest. But, um, but you know, we're 2-0 down at half-time. Then we go into to, to the second half, and, and Wenger makes one change. Cockerland coming on for for Ramsey, which I think Cockerland coming on was understandable. But nothing, yeah. really tra- it's not a personnel issue. We can go through individual players and, and moan about them. Bellerin's 
um, defending, you know, we can moan about that, but but they just, it, it's, what's really frustrating, mate, is I'm not really sure where we go from here in terms of our, you know, it, it, there's not, is there person? Is the transfer window going to change any for, for for us? It's not really, is it? It's a collective thing, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think so. I, I, I'm not sure he knows what the best system is. I think he went three at the back, you know, for the last ten games last season, and it and it worked. We had a, we had an upsurge, won the FA Cup, so suddenly we're playing three at the back. Now, if you watch the first three games, like we all have, right, you would think we've never played it before. Right, it, it was absolutely, it's been a disaster. We were wide open against Leicester. We were wide, even wider open against Stoke. I mean, the goal was an absolute joke. We just parted waves like the Red Sea for him just to walk through, right? And then today. So he, I don't think he knows. I don't think he knows now what to do because it, we, we, you know, we, we, we got away with it last season, but I think we got away with it because there was an upsurge in, in the players as well. The players started to play and want it a bit more. We saw it in the cup final. We were first to everything. We were, you know, we. That, this is the problem with it all, right? It's in them. That's the thing. It's in them. If they could, re, if they could replicate that Chelsea performance in the cup final, we wouldn't be sitting here saying this now. We, we, we would have given Liverpool a, a much better game today. You know, they would have not had half the chance. We, we, we just we shut Chelsea down every time they got the ball in the cup final, right? They didn't get a chance. Their best players didn't get a chance to hurt us. And if we did that today, we wouldn't have let four goals in. I mean, since when, from a corner, right, from an attack, do we have one player back, right? Oh. One player, Bellerin. See, I've never seen it. I don't think I've ever seen it in all the years I've watched Arsenal, right? One player. And then all they do is they put their fastest player on our on our fastest player. He beats him to the ball. He's through, scores. I mean, it's fucking it's Sunday morning stuff. It's, you just, it's, it's schoolboy errors. You know, where is everybody? Where Does anyone know where they should... Uh, don't tell me there should be one player just defending our goal. I, I won't have it. You know, so I'm not sure they know. I'm not sure the manager knows. I think he think he, he started something this season and it is a disaster. We do not know how to play free at the back. I'm sorry. We do not. Our wing-backs are in wrong positions. As as Neil said, we've got Bellerin starting on the left sometimes to accommodate the bloke that's leaving, go to Chelsea. Right this week, it, it's it's circus football. It's a fucking carnival, honestly. It, it, it is unbelievable to to, to 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 say what I'm saying here. You know, we're all over the gap. There are three quarters up the pitch. They can't get back. We're wide open. The two central midfielders are nowhere. It's like the Alamo. You know what I mean? Because Shelby don't know, don't know what to do in the end. There's, there's five coming at him. We are we are as open as I've ever seen a football team be. And, you know, no, it isn't going to change it. The transfer system isn't going to change it because we need to go back to getting the basics right first, Jack. And I think the basics are what formation are we playing? What players play in what positions and what are their responsibilities during the fucking game, right? And what happens when that changes? That's all we need to work out. Then we can decide who goes in the slots. But he don't even know that now. He don't even know that. He has no idea what, what the best formation is. He goes to a four, then he goes back to a three. He don't, he, don't know, he don't know what he's doing. And I don't think the players do. I think the players are confused with it as well because they don't know where to be. And, and you know, we haven't had the same three for the three games, right? We haven't, we haven't had that. It's he has no idea who the best three are, like you said, either. Oh, you know, different three a day. So you think, oh, because Sheldon's back, it's going to be better. Well, it wasn't, wasn't better, it was worse, right? Probably not his fault, but, but they, you know, Holding's not, not ready to take, take someone like Mane, right? No. He, he, can't, he can't handle pace like that coming at him. You know, 
we all knew he was going to cut in on his right foot, but he, sometimes you can't stop it when his player, players are that good. But he didn't know how to get, whether to get close to him, whether to give him five yards. He didn't know, he didn't know what to do. You know, you could, they've got two speedsters left and right, and they played in the gaps. You know, assisted ably by Firmino, who's a really good link player. Imre Chan and Henderson doing the donkey work. That's, see, that, look at how they, look at how their midfield is structured today. They had two players in there that stayed in there that structured their play for them. They didn't come out. They didn't start going missing. They didn't leave big gaps through the centre so we could run through them. It's unbelievable to think that at this level we watched what we watched. It's astonishing. So I don't think any transfer, any any signing that we make, right, is going to make a slightest bit of difference because we've got a good enough squad with a good enough set of players to win the league. But we haven't got a good enough, I'm afraid, coaching system or manager to, to, to carry it through, to execute what the ability of those players is. And, and that's fact, I'm afraid. That's just the way it is. Can I just add to that? Sorry. Um, you know, uh, the ironic thing is when you're talking about holding, I think he would have been better against Stoke and he wasn't even on the bench. Is that right? I can't recall. Yeah, he wasn't, no, he wasn't. Right? Yeah. Because we know that he's struggling a little bit with pace at the minute. So Leicester, you had, you've got pace with Leicester, you know that, and he struggles as we let in three goals. And then today again, strong and pace and, and the same result. But against Stoke, I think he would have probably been better suited. So that, that's, that's the ironic thing. But you know, going on this thing about would anyone add anything? I think the only way anything could be added, I agree with what you said, Mark, completely. I've always said it as well. You've heard me that yeah. I think we're good yeah. enough with the team, the, the squad we've got. I think we really are on paper. We should be doing a lot better. We should be challenging and performing well every game, every single game, every single second. But, I think what it is is if there was any way to add to this, we could get till the you know till the cows come home. All these technically gifted players, no problem mm. at all. We can go and we can get a plethora of those type of players in the squad. But what will make a difference if we get someone who's not afraid to kick the shit out of other players in the sense that you know have a go at his their teammates? What I'm talking about is a proper leader who's not afraid to scream and shout and not be the Mr. Nice and not be the Mr. Nice guy all the time, you know, and say, Oh yeah, oh yeah, let's, let's take a picture of each other afterwards and have a little selfie. It doesn't matter. We, we lost 15 nil to Liverpool, but you know, let's just get a selfie together. I want those kind of players that will make the others be a leader, not afraid to shout and not even afraid maybe to have a go at the manager as well, because that's the kind of player that we need now in. To yeah, balance out all the rest. That's yeah. what that's what I wanted to add. The Laymans, the Campbells, the Vieiras. But Wenger's turned away from signing those kind of players for quite some time now, hasn't he? Because of you know arguments behind the scenes, etc. But all you have to do is watch that interview. Oh, I'm on you. No, I'm on there. Can you hear me, boys? I can hear you. Yeah, we oh, can yeah. hear you, mate. Yeah. But all we have to do is look at. Um, there was a great interview with Ronaldo a couple of days ago, and he was talking about how he doesn't speak to any of the players outside of the pitch, and. And um, it doesn't matter as long as you do it when you get on the pitch. And, and Wenger's philosophy yeah. is quite the opposite to that, isn't it? And it just is, it do, it, it's not right, you know, you, you know, Theo getting on with everyone, you know. Wenger shows great loyalty to players that don't really deserve it anymore. You know, the Theo Walcotts, the Oxes of this world, Gibbs even, he's, he, you know, that, they've come up with him from a young age. But then you look at people like, you know, Mustafi and Lucas, who haven't really done a lot wrong, to be perfectly honest. Um, you know, mm. he's willing to, to buy and sell them bum with Christmas fingers and it's it, it's really odd to see that you know um, his loyalty to certain players is, is really questionable now whereas before it was justified and and um, and, it, and now it, it just doesn't seem to be willing to build by those those leaders that you're talking about Neil so uh, I don't think anything's going to change this window I mean people talking about will we get someone like you know Van Dyken or someone like that if we're going to sell these centre-backs 
I, I'm not so certain that's the case. Um, I'm, I'm just not certain that's going to happen. Do you, do you know? Do, do you know what? You can still be. You can still be a nice person. In I'm talking about any kind of job now, in any kind of field. You can still be a nice person, but when it comes to business, and you want to do, you're, you're, all you're doing it for is for the best. You know, to 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 progress your team, to progress your 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 company, or whatever it is. In this case, it's a fo- it's a football team. And there's nothing on a professional level. If things aren't going right, if you think one of your 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 um, team teammates is not doing what he should be doing, you know you shouldn't be afraid to say, "Hang on a minute," you know, have a little go and say, "Hang on a minute, what the fuck do you think you're doing?" You know, this is what you need to be doing, and step up. You know, pull your socks up and 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 get on with it. But I just feel that we're all they're all too nice. And Mark said it hundreds of times. We're just too nice, too clicky. It's it's, it's, it's you, and, and you and, and you know once you come off the pitch, you can be best friends again. It's not a problem. And I just think we're missing that. I really think we're missing that. Yes, no, the, the Chesney situation is pretty, pretty good explanation for it. It keeps the spinner around because the spinner and Czech get on really well. And if, if Chesney came back, probably a better goalkeeper. I'm not sure it would have changed much, but he'll, he'll create problems. He will create problems. He? He, he has done with every goalkeeper he's played with. And, and Wenger knows what the easier way to go with it is. It's, you know, like Jack Wilshere. Jack Wilshere, easier thing with Jack Wilshere. I mean, he's not fit anyway, but it's probably easier just to, to sell him on because he'll create problems within the squad as well. You know, he won't. He'll sell what he wants. And I mean, Wenger when, when just sticks away from that, doesn't he? But, um, Mark, you're right on the, on the, I'll go back to Michael, on the third goal, it's obviously, you know, just despicable. On the fourth goal, it's like back to the old training game again. Where, cause our, our back three are nowhere. Sturridge got the easiest header in the world and we got, it's in, get to the point where it's embarrassing at that point, isn't it, Michael, if it's already beyond that? Yeah, it's, it's it's just too easy. Like I was saying, you know, people, go, but your know, local players are just getting balls rolled in front of them into channels and not even having to, not even having to do anything, not even having to beat anyone. You know, uh, you know, drop a shoulder or getting a fifty-fifty or anything like that. It's just getting the ball run into space and all, all the ball was being played in front of everyone. And you know, it was just too easy. You know, the, the goal. You know, I did say a couple of pods ago that we don't concede. Uh, good goals, but I've got to take your hat off. The move was really, really good uh, from Liverpool. To be fair, you know it was it was a good flowing move, sort of things that we used to do back in the day. But uh, no, it was just it, again you could probably say yeah, you know it was too easy. We were stepping off them, we were chasing shadows. But you know, touching on what the guys just said about being too nice, I, 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 we, we've got to touch on, however briefly, we've got to touch on Jacker's back heel in in the penalty area. I mean. I don't think I saw anyone sort of digging him out. I mean, what a ridiculous thing to do. You know, could you imagine him doing that with Patrick Vieira or Lehman behind him, doing stuff like that? You know, they would have ripped him to pieces, but nothing. You know, I didn't see anyone saying nothing to him. You know, you're 1-0 down or whatever, it was 2-0 down at the time, and you're doing a back heel um, in, in the penalty area, and you give away a corner. I mean, that just sums it up. You know, the the whole, you know, just doing stuff off the cuff and, no accountability, no recriminations. No one's going to say anything to you. You just do what you want to do. Um, but no, I just thought I just, I just had to bring that up because I just couldn't believe what I was seeing there. It was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, but uh, no, Jack. Yeah, it was just it was just you know just sums up the, the you know like I said the goal. It, it was just too easy for Liverpool uh, today. We just made it too easy. We didn't. Uh, nobody wanted to fight fight the cause. The only person that two people that seemed to be. Making an effort were, were Welbeck and, uh, and, and, uh, Alexis. Uh, but, uh, bar that, it was just, everyone was just second best. It was, to me, it was almost like they, they, they stayed up and watched the fight last night. Um, most of them looked like they, they you know, cause they were just so off the pace 
it was just uh, you know I, I just can't, can't can't understand how they could put in a chuck in a performance like that um, when when everyone needed a response after the Stoke game. Uh, but no, no, uh, you know it was it wasn't good enough. And uh, again, Ramsey's already come out and said. You know the, the the apologetic piece. You know it wasn't good enough. We've got to apologise for your fans, and we've got to review things and go forward. You know, great. You know, that's 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 all right then. You know, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll thank thank thanks, Aaron. You know. Yeah, cheers, buddy. Yeah, we've heard, heard that about twelve times last season. Thanks. You might as well just repost that tweet. You know, constantly. It's just like we could re- repost podcasts. I mean, Aaron Ramsey said mm. classic. Yeah. Peter Check does it. They, they, they do it all the time. Sorry about today, boys. I'll be better next week. Oh, yeah, no worries, mate. You take your waist packet. Off, off you go, mate. It's true. Absolutely. Of we'll move on from, from the game, come back to it if we need to. But um, as you talked about Jacker a little bit, Mark, let's go with the first question to you. David uh, Kenyinda, good guy, always asks questions, at David underscore K-A-N-Y, says, I think Arsene has bet all his money that Jacker would be an absolute star this season, but do you think he's up to the job? Well, I have to say that I I did buy into a bit of that. I do think I do think he has got some ability, but I'm 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 not seeing it <laughs> like I thought I would. I mean, certainly against Leicester, I thought he, you know, he had a sort of in and out game. Really, got you know, ran a couple of assists, but yeah, cracking pass for Ramsey's goal. But and he did hit some beautiful passes. But as you quite rightly pointed out um, at the start, he does tend to need a bit of time to get his feet straight and. You know, he wants a bit more time to play a nice, nice sort of long pass, and and he is horribly slow in the centre there. You know, he's he's got no pace whatsoever. He needs legs next to him that are gonna support that. You know, if we're gonna if we're gonna have him in, in as starters, you know. And listen, after the Leicester game, we all sort of said, well, yeah, you know, he, he probably is Zaka Ramsey's the first choice, but uh, things change. You know, two weeks on, it's it it, it didn't look like it could it. It remotely worked today. They, they got run over. I mean, maybe it was just that Liverpool was so good. I don't know. But Jordan Henderson and, you know, and, 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 uh, and, uh, the German guy, what's his name? Emre um, Chan. Emre Chan. You know, they did a job on him. You know, they, they, they ran him, they ran him, they ran him ragged in the centre there. And, uh, so, yeah, no, I, I don't, I, I think you're, I think, I think he's right. I think Wigner has really put his trust in Granite Xhaka. I have to say I did as well. Um, I'm not going to bail out on him just yet, but I do think you know he needs some he needs some sort of system around him to allow him to be able to to bring out what's good in him, and that's obviously his passing. You know he he is a, a lovely pass of the ball. He's got a hell of a shot on him, but I do think you need to surround him with some with some legs. You know, and at the moment, obviously in, you know in a central midfield position. You're, you need to be able to get around, you know, because otherwise it's 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 it, like any any game. If you get control of central midfield in any game, you've, you you you've got a high chance of of winning the game. You know, I used to say it when I watched Vieira. You know, he would he would just control the game from the start of the match. You know, he'd, he'd take five ten minutes and he'd, he'd do it by the scruff of the neck. Him and Gilberto, whoever he was playing with, they just control it from centre. Because once you hold that, it's kind of like you're holding the, the upper ground, you know. And I don't see that at the moment from from Granite. I, I, you know, he's got. I, I don't know whether he's trying to be less combative because of the red cards. You know, he's not diving in as much. Good you point. know, he's, he's definitely he's definitely slowed his tackling down. Let's put it that way. He don't he don't dive in at all, does he? Now he's gone from like two footing people Good to point, Mark. You know, yeah, to to not really putting his foot in. So. Whether he's trying to hold back a bit and control that, I don't know. But um, 
Tell him but to no, go on eBay. A... Tell him to go on eBay yeah. and see if Glenn Helder's legs are for sale. <laughs> yeah, you run down the wing. Keep going. Oh, Glenn Helder. I love that, Neil. I love that. Yeah, Glenn Helder. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. He, he could run and do nothing else. He's like Walcott. Yeah. He's Walcott. He's, <laughs> he's Walcott reincarnated, yeah, mate. Right about that. Exactly, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. But it's interesting you say that because that, that person that you're talking about to allow Jack to really flourish, we don't have him in the squad at the moment. We have one more midfielder than we had last year. And we're four days yeah. away from the transfer window ending, so it all um, it all just comes back to um, what, you know we're, we're going to have to settle for what we got, I guess, um, yeah. and go with yeah. it, which is which is doesn't seem to be good enough. But um, at Timmy Toby nine 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 says, "What the f was that line up from Wenger?" And we touched on that at the start of the pod, mate. But appreciate it. Um, appreciate the question. Neil Roger Kendrick Welsh Schooner says, "If you're an Arsenal fan, how do you cope with two more years of this?" Go on, Neil. Over you, mate. Oh, don't give me the, that is unfair. Well, it's your one, mate. It's your question. You know, we can all answer. Oh, it. Just having a fall in your hands. I blame John. He should have been on this podcast to answer that. Oh, you would have loved that one. Yeah, he would have said we he don't. Would have loved it. Yeah. You know, he comes out and says, well, um, uh, you know, he went. I'm not. It's a piss take. I'm not spending any more money on Arsenal. I'm not going to see any more games. He doesn't see many anyway. But when he, you know, he's like, oh, I'm not doing it. And some fans are going to go that way, especially, you know, if, if it keeps going this way, and you, you know, like you see, especially when you're not seeing the effort, you know, you know you're not seeing the effort. I, I, I think that's it. I think, I think in the day that is it. I mean, you've got, you've got fans that, you know, I've, I've, I've got, you know, incredible amount of respect for some fans that, you know, go up and down the country, they go abroad and, you know, they, again, they want, you, you, you support, you're doing it because you love the club, but you also want to have some return, don't you? You want to have something to say, wow, that was worth it. Even if, as I said, even if you lose, but you've given, you've seen your, your team, your, your, the players on the pitch give everything, everything they have, blood and guts, you know, for the cause, for the shirt, you know, wearing that, that shirt with pride, you know, you talked about Jack and that stupid back heel. I mean, you know, that's, it's just insane. You know, you just wouldn't do that if, if you cared. I'm not saying he doesn't care about the club, of course not, but I'm just saying it's just things like that at the moment are highlighted because we've just watched a diabolical performance and we are angry and, you know, we are, we are, you know, it's doing this podcast straight after and we're, 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 we're just basically on higher emotions. But you see things like that and you can't blame fans for thinking, what the hell is that? You know, Mark said it, you know, you don't even get that in, even if a pub team playing, they've probably got more passion and more desire and want to win that game. They want to show up the other pub or wherever they're playing in their league. It's just, it's just insane. And I, Two more years of it. Well, end of the day, the, the, the issue is I think the, the fans are still they still they love the club. They, they love the club and they want they want. We're always hopeful. No matter how many, you can get the most negative gooners, and they're still probably going to they're still probably season tickets and they're still probably going to the games. It's because they love the club and they want to see their club do well. So I, I but but it's I think it's frustrating. And I, the only thing I see in these two years is 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 if it's going to carry on in this in this vein. And things don't change, and it, it, the divide that we've seen already, which has been horrendous, I can only see that getting worse, and that's my only fear. It's 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 that, and we can't have a fragmented fan fan base. We've got to have a a strong united fan base to support the club and get behind the players. But if the players and the managers, you know, tactics is team selection, then he's and, and then the non accountability that Mark's talked about and Michael's talked about, if that's not there from the manager and the, and the performances are not there. How can you blame some of the fans for for rebelling and and becoming you know completely disillusioned and 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 doing all this stuff which is not conducive to the welfare of the club? In a way, you can't blame them. I, again, I don't agree with some of the methods and some of the idiots that you see on you know in, on, on the social media. But 
in some ways, these fans that dedicate their lives to the club, they literally do because the amount of traveling they do and, and all the rest of it and the amount of money they spend, you, you, you've got to find sympathy. You've got to be sympathetic towards that. I, you've got to be. It's just not fair. You know, I don't care that we you go out there and you lose a game, but at least lose with a bit of fucking pride. So, I, I, I don't know. It's a difficult one to answer. It's each to the, you know, every individual will have to make that own, own decision about what happens in the next two years. I can't speak for anyone else. Obviously, obviously I'm still going to watch every game. I'm going to still go to the games that I can get to. You know, of course I have. It's, it's Arsenal Football Club. I've supported them for 42, 43 years. I'm, I'm not going to stop doing that, but you can't blame you can't blame some certain fans that decide that you know enough's enough not going to do it anymore no 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 you can't you can't not when you see things like that um season in season out michael um ali g underscore fp football purist man he's a big liverpool fan as well but he's not he's not gloating too much he'll save that for me later i'm sure so lfc destroyed the hoffenheim back three then they changed quickly to a back four why would arsenal set up with a back three against liverpool he was texting me that in fairness before the game, he went, I do not understand why you're setting up with a back three. And, you know, after the game, you know, it's, it's justified, obviously. But I'm not sure a back four would have changed it that much. Michael, do you think so? I don't, I don't think so. Um, I think it, it, it bodes in, goes into Arsenal thinking that, you know, what we have, we're, we're good enough uh, to beat what's in front of us. Let's, we worry about our own game. Uh, he's come out and said that plenty of times. You know, he said, it, it, <coughs> he said that when... Um, you know, you have players obviously of better standards uh, who, who could uh, game manage. You know what you could say. People like you know Vieira, as Mark has mentioned. You know Burkham, Henry. Um, yeah, we did have better players then. We didn't have to worry about certain um, teams the way they set up and stuff. We, we had to, we had too much quality. But now uh, we are up against uh, teams and managers who are who are smarter, who are cuter, um, and know how to. Have, you know, put three different formations. You know, during during ninety minutes, not just stick with one and and, and just or, or just change it once uh, in the second half. Um, so, yeah, I, I think we probably all would have went with the three again today. Um, you know, with, with the way it, the team uh, was going to line up and everything. But it's just the players that he picked. You know, I think Kolasinac should have been on the left, and uh, then you would have had Bellerin on the right. You know, in his probably more natural position. And he would have had someone like Mustafi, a bit more experience, a bit more, a bit more of a head maybe on him, um, maybe instead of uh, um, uh, holding on one one of the two. But uh, yeah, it, it, it's uh, it just bugs me, you know. Um, like Neil was saying in terms of the way we play, there's way you there's ways you win a game and there's ways you lose a game. And Arsenal always seem to lose uh, games the wrong way, you know. We never seem to go out um, on a shield or go out, you know. You know, validly, we always seem to be, it's always seems to be like this. Um, you know, and always seems to be, uh, you know, put a little bit of shame on, on, on the badge, you know, the way, the way the players don't seem to fight for each other and stuff. And, um, you know, I've got, again, I just can't see, um, anything changing. And the only thing you look, you can think about going forward is, do we stick with the three at the back or do we go, does he go back to the, Four, 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 two. He's got a couple of weeks now to to think about it. Um, you know, so it's gonna be interesting to see what he does against uh, against Bournemouth, who play a three at the back, I think, as well. So, uh, yeah, I, I would have went with the three again today. I just think the personnel, the people that were in the positions, were the wrong ones, Jack. And uh, I think if they had been in in the right positions, I think you know, it, it might have it might have changed things slightly. Who knows? You know, if you had Kolasinic on the left, it, it might have given. 
someone like Salah on that side, something to think about, uh, knowing that he was up against the brick wall. You know, who knows? Uh, you just, you know, hindsight's a wonderful thing. But uh, yeah. no, the next two weeks are going to be interesting to see exactly what, how he goes forward, what formation. Does he stick with the formation? If he does, does he put people in the right right positions? Or does he, you know, does he appease people and allow them to be there just to keep them sweet? Or does he be a bit ruthless, you know, finally? Yeah, yeah I, I, I would seriously... I would seriously give Reese Nelson a shout, honestly, against Bournemouth, because I don't know about you guys, yeah, and maybe yeah. I'm no expert, but I don't think Bell's been playing really well last God knows how long it's been now. I know. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. But I, I just feel that, you know, Reese Nelson might give something else. You know, you know, he might really go and get on there, want to impress. And what we've seen of him in snippets has been absolutely superb, you know. Um, and I, I, I don't know. I just feel that Bell hasn't really been at the races recently. I, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I just feel that someone like Reese Nelson could do a could, could do a good job and might be the impetus we need. I, I, I don't know. But the anyway. odd thing is, Neil, we we all see that, and obviously Wenger probably sees that. But then we're hearing of these these rumours of 180k a week bumper contract for Ox, which just doesn't make Jesus. any sense to me. Like if he's right. not, insanity, like, insanity is, he not sit, is he not sitting there going, "How do we get into this trouble with all these people on contracts that we can't get rid so of?" So that, 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 that's good, isn't it? So we, another was, average player, a huge one. Yeah, that, that's brilliant, isn't it? So we weren't prepared to go out of a limb and maybe offer another ten million for Suarez, but we're happy to give uh, Oxlade one hundred eighty thousand a week. That makes complete sense, it doesn't reeks it? Of not Sorry, rocking the boat. Sorry, it reeks of that. Not let's not rock the boat. Being let's too nice again. It's it, it it's it, it's incompetence as well, isn't it? I mean, what other business would you be in a situation like that? Um, no, what you know, you wouldn't, would you? You know, it's it, it just smacks of people burying their heads in the sand and just saying, "Oh, it's okay, they'll they'll sign, they'll sign, don't worry, they'll sign." Another month goes, "Oh, don't worry, they'll they'll sign." No, let's, let's just you know, don't worry, and then we're in this situation again. Yeah, it's Especially fucking the previous, unbelievable. Michael. I mean, out of any manager, Arsenal have very little faith in players' loyalty towards his club. I mean, you know, they've, they've all left him. You know, yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean. But yeah. you know, every yeah. year he seems to, you know, feel like he has to pay him back for something. And I'm like, God, yeah. get ruthless! Like, they don't give a crap about us. They don't care about Arsenal. Get rid of no. them. Just don't even think it a those, second thought. Those days, those days are long gone. These players are brands now. Most of them are the big, the big ones are, are brands. They're walking advert. They're walking organisations. Absolutely, walking, absolutely. All the money, all the money that they've got, they don't give a damn about clubs anymore. They're just looking at the next paycheck, the next sponsorship, the next boot deal, the next advert they, they can be on. That's what they. That's all they care about. You know, th- those those times are gone, man. Where you know you have people who 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 stayed on, who signed on, even though they weren't getting many minutes. You go back to. You know, people like Adu who who signed on. I think once when he when he looked like he was going to go, but because you know he knew that you know how he was valued at the club to a certain extent. But you know now these players are you know you know people like Ox. He's got the 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 pop star girlfriends you know who wants to stay in London. You know, putting his post up on Instagram and things like that. You know, he's looking at you know bigging up his profile now. You know, how is that going to happen? No, he's going to move to the Champions and. All of a sudden, you know, you know, his stock goes up. You know, his his branding goes up. All of a sudden, people are going to scramble over him and say, "Oh yeah, obviously, can you? Can you, yeah, I know, I know." But you know, he's still going to get a fucking move. But you know, it's it's, it's uh, you know, he, he keeps getting sucked in, Arsenal. He keeps on having too much faith in these guys, and they keep on shitting on him. You know, and and uh, and, 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 and and days like this keep happening. Um, but part of it is is his own fault. You know, he's not ruthless enough. Yeah, he's not. He's not. And it's not changing. Um, a couple more. Mark, 
John Sessions, the Wally that didn't come on. What's right with the Arsenal team mm-hmm. at the moment? He says. Check goalkeeper, perhaps. Koscielny, is there anyone else that's right with the team at the moment in position? Um, I don't think so. No, I, I, you know, after 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 today, uh, after last week, um, I, I, as Gary Neville summed it up, he summed it up. He's like, well, you know, any any one of them go on the transfer list, really? That that really matter, you know? I think uh, Sanchez Sanchez aside, for me, uh, yeah, you know, I like Peter Check. Don't get me wrong, but you know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't shed a tear if any of them went. You know, I can't. You know, of course, I would. Given that we wouldn't have anyone to replace them, don't get me wrong. But if you give me a choice to, to you know, I, I don't sit here sweating about any of them apart from apart from Sanchez. You know, the rest the rest of them, it just wouldn't bother me. I just have no, I have no affinity, no sort of you know, real care about about any of them. I don't see I don't see anything from them that makes me want to give them that. You know, um, we all get attached to players. You know, we all get attached to. To, you know, certain individuals, but I can honestly say that with this squad currently, right now, as I sit here after today and after watching them for the last however long, I've got no care about any of them. They're employees of Arsenal Football Club. They have got, a, they've got, a, they've got an employee number. They get a bit of paper at the end of the month, like we all do, that tells you how much money you're getting. And when it's when it's time for them to go, they'll they'll go. And as far as I'm concerned, they can. That's so incredibly sad to hear, no, isn't it? When it, you just it, mark it, just it. saying that, how sad is that? Because in the past, you'd want none of our players to leave. Yeah, that, that that form of attachment that you've reeled up and you're like, yeah. no, he can't leave. Oh my God. You know, exactly. you know exactly. and it's such a sad day when they go and, oh, that's just, it's yeah. so incredibly, yeah. you know, you're, you're saying it. And I think, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's so many other people out there who saw the same thing, Mark, but when you actually hear you saying it and talking, I'm just like thinking, oh my God, is that how it's become? Is that how it's become? I think it's it has, so Neil. Yeah, I think it has because the thing is, we've supported as as we all know, right? The empathy comes from what the players build. They build that empathy. They make you fall in love with them, right? They make you go, ah, oh, do you know what? I just, I just love him. I just don't want him to go. I don't want what a player. You know, they they build that. They they have to provide it for us to to give it, right? And they don't, you know. It's a two-way street. It's a two-way Absolutely. street. Absolutely, yeah. You know, when, yeah I, when, exactly. I, when I was when I was going home and away week in week out, it was because I believed in what was on the pitch, mm. you know. And and now I wouldn't travel. I wouldn't travel fucking ten miles for this mob, right? Exactly. Well, there what, you go. They get they get from me what they give me, right? Yeah, if, yeah. Absolutely. If they, if they don't put it in, then I certainly not going to. I haven't but, got I haven't got the time or energy to waste to waste with people that ain't bothered. Because I'm more, I'm more, the, the trouble is, we're more bothered about it than they are. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah. So you and there you go, there you go. Point, you have to at some point cut them off. You have to yeah. cut them off. Because otherwise, you're, you're, they're mugging you. They're mugging you off. Do you know what I mean? So sit here and, and go, do you know what? I really hope Ox don't go. Well, I'll tell you what. Yeah. I'm a 40, uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm you know, I'm, I'm 40 years yeah. watching yeah. players come and go, right? So the fact of the matter is, mate, you know what I mean? With all due respect, fuck right off to Chelsea if you want. That's I'm right. Really That's don't right. Care. Because Agreed. you give me nothing to make to make me say any different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. please yeah. Go, go and fill your boots. Honestly, if you think that's better for you, then off you go. Off your fuck, basically. Yeah. See you later. The, I saw and that, on that's the BBC why, that... today saying, um, oh, I'll start a picture of uh, a couple of kids in a, in a crowd, Arsenal fans. They must be devastated to see um, 
their heroes losing today. And I went, none of these players are heroes. Please don't act like any of these players are uh, heroes. I hope none of these kids uh, that are all going to see Arsenal think any of these players are anywhere near it. Go back to, uh, go back 10, 15 years, then yeah, you, you can maybe talk about it. But none of these players yeah. deserve a second fault, to be perfectly honest. Like you said, employees of the club and, you know, if they want out, yeah. just open the door for them. Kick them out open on the, the way door. out. I mean, I'm not being funny. There's a tweet. There's a tweet from Sol Campbell, right? Just flicking through. There's a tweet from Sol Campbell two hours ago. But right? there is someone mm, I, I got. I got attached to, right? Because he, because he he cared. He he came from from there. Forget that bit. He came and he absolutely cared. He was professional and he gave every ounce he had, right? And his tweet was: Arsenal, come on, dig deep. This is where you find out who you really are as a player and a human being. Right now, there you go. That's Spot on. He summed it up, right? He summed it up. Mm. He's, he's an invincible. He knows how to do it. He's been in them games before. Now, come on. on. You know, look at yourselves in the mirror. Are you or are you not, basically? And and none of them are. None of them are, mate. None of them give a monkeys. None and them and Jack, Jack, that was what Marcus just said. It was his, it was a good exa- a live example of the question you asked me a few months ago about the two years. Well, you know, where do we go with two more years of this? Well, what Mark just said is pretty much a good live example of how a certain fan feels. You know, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, it's horrible, isn't it? Um, I'm not going to do predictions from you for a game because, let's face it, I don't want to think about <laughs> there ever being another game at this point in time. We've got, we got two more questions and I'm going to just throw it into one. So we've got uh, one from James E. Um, Cole, Cole Manos, I think it is, at Tedward underscore Edwards, that says, is there any chance of a centre-half being bought before we close the window? And Stephen Myers also asked, would any of the potential transfers being rumoured make an impact like Malloy's Van Dyke? So as this is our last podcast before the transfer window closes, Neil, I'll go to you. What do you think is going to happen with the transfer window? Who do you think is going out? And do you think anyone's coming in? If you'd asked me two weeks ago, I may have been a bit in a, better, in a stronger position to answer it. But at the moment, I'm completely disillusioned. I'm, I'm really sorry, but I just don't know what is going on. After seeing what we've seen in the last couple of weeks, you know, Mustafi, where's that come from? It's just incredible. It's so, it, it's sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't, this is it. So I don't know. I don't know what Wenger's, what's going through Wenger's mind or whoever's dictating all these moves or, or suggestions. How can you, you bought a player, a centre back, 35 million last season and you want to loan him out? But it doesn't, it, it beggars belief when you've just sold Gabriel. So we've just got rid of Gabriel. You loan out Mustafi. Who are we left with? What if then Koscielny or, or Holding gets injured? Then we left what? With Chambers and Billy. You know, what, what, I, just, I just got, yeah. Yeah. You've got to say, you've got to say as well, um, Neil, sorry, said to put in, you've got to say, we've yeah. got to throw in Perez as well. Yeah. You know, the recruitment, yeah. the recruitment, the recruitment policy of, us in the last year, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. You know, no, it exactly. just, doesn't, it just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. So uh, it's very difficult to answer because I don't know what's going on. Let's see what happens with the outs. I mean, yeah, if Mustafi goes unknown, but we bloody well need a centre back because we've lost Gabriel as well. Hundred percent. I would have said earlier, and like you said, Jack, uh, I think in the after the Community Shield game, we need a centre. We probably need a central midfielder if we need anyone. Then we were toying with the idea. Well, if that's the case, well, we've got you know Jack uh, Jack Wilshere that could potentially come back, and if he if he if he stays injury free, there's a player that could work for us. But uh, you know now it's all up in the air, and you know if Alexis goes, do we still need someone then up front, maybe as an attacking player? I just don't know. It, it, it's it's a very difficult question to ask because we just don't know what's happening with the outs, yeah. and. Uh, it's it's tough one, and then, and then I don't know what was your other question. Sorry, what that make a difference? Well, I think we touched on that. I mean, I said I think we need a player who can actually, you know, be a little bit of a, a one of those, you know, um, 
hardball players that can frighten some some of the other teammates and thinking you're not doing your job you know step up like tony adams used to i know whatever's happened to tony adams has been coming out with some strange stuff lately but when he was playing for arsenal he was second to none you know he was he was my favorite player i i because of the way he was a leader he was such a leader you had keon you had bold you had all sorts of players on there that could you know make a difference layman and what i saw on today on the touchline wenger and bold just sitting there the whole game that's another thing that frustrates fans why couldn't they get up and be a bit more animated why at least not on the bench? Uh, what is, yeah bizarre why, why maybe because he has maybe because he's because maybe he's got a mouth Maybe because he so does talk about Yeah, I think that. Yeah, because I was so looking down, down the bench, I was like, no one said anything about it, but he's not on the bench, and he's part of the coaching staff, first-team coach, right? So, like, you know, you'd think that person would be on the bench, but very odd. Very odd. But as long as we got we got Vic Akers on there, so they can get a new kit on if they get a little bit of Oh, God, um, I don't know, I just um. don't get what well, he's part of the first team. You put him on the bench, yeah, I, I don't understand. Mm. But. All right, also, no, fair, fair enough, you're right, it's, it's very hard to understand it, but... Michael, if you had to predict, what would you predict would happen um, ins and outs, number wise, and any personnel? Um, I think I think the problem, the main problem we've identified is the midfield, isn't it? So we've got to somehow be great if we could get uh, a proper defensive midfielder in there, someone who's going to actually sit and, and and offer some protection, and then allow your, your Ramses or or you know to play off of him, and you know, or your Jacker to even play off of him as well. Um, that, that's that's the thing. I think that's where we, you know, what we really need to address. Um, forward, forward. I don't think I think it's too late for anything now to happen going up front, especially if, if Perez is going. But I think the the area that we we really need to to address is is the defensive midfielder. We've got to find him from somewhere. No Wenger, if he can't, he'll do it internally, and uh, um, and the, the, the pressure from then is going to be maybe put it on the shoulders of someone like Maitland Niles, who's played there. Um, there might be a bit of a jump for him. He might, he might try in in the Europa League to see how he does there, possibly, or or the or the League Cup against Doncaster. Who knows? But um, for me, that's probably where you, you'd hope that we're looking at that position because you know with all the midfielders we've got there, none of them do that job, which we need someone to do a job like your Chan and, and Henderson, like Mark said earlier, to do that job. It's just going to protect that back three or back four. Um, you know, we haven't had anyone doing that since Gilberto left every who, who, whose job was just to do that. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's for me. I, I, you know, I think that's what we need to we need to address that that area. We've got four days left. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. I'm hearing police sirens in the background raiding Jack Wilshere's house. I bet. Oh, <laughs> Joe. Uh, Joe Hart's in the back, running out the back door, going. Um, <laughs> uh, Mark, what, what about you? Any predictions, mate? Any predictions? Mate, honestly, I, I, I don't think there's going to be many coming in at all. I really don't. Really? Okay. I think, I think, yeah, I think he's he went for Lamar. That fell fell flat. And truth in that, um, I don't see it. I don't. I just don't see it. I don't. You know, I don't see. I think we're, we're too far down the line to uh, to to go and get. You know, I certainly don't see a, a defensive midfielder. I certainly don't. I mean, I mean, how he can sell Mustafi without having a centre half lined up, uh, unless he's going to put, you know, he's kept Chambers, give Chambers a a, a squad number, isn't he? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I no idea, mate. Honestly, I really don't. I just, I wish I had some kind of sort of, you know, thought pattern around it. I, I think it, it, our transfer, um, 
you know, ambition is 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 about the same as our as our our league ambition. You know, is 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 all over the fucking place. I, I can't I can't call it. You know, he might he might try and put his foot in for someone with a couple of days to go to that after today, but I don't see it. I don't. I just think he'll amble along. You know, we'll we'll see a few go out. Maybe I think Ox will go. I do think he'll go. I think he looked like that player today that that has gone. Um. And I, I still wouldn't put it past them to to turn us over with Alexis. I don't know. I think if that I think happens it, with Alexis, I see I see us rushing through a deal for Mares because I think it's yeah, an easy yeah. one for a high price. Well, yeah. I'll be honest with you. I mean, you look at Mares at, at Manchester, Manchester United, and you'd have, you'd have him all day long. Yeah, he was, he was very he good. Was, he? he was fantastic. Yeah. You know, he's got that speed of foot. He can beat a man at will. He's got a lovely movement about him. You know, how someone ain't signed him, I have no idea. I really don't. So, yeah, I mean, I'd like, you know, you asked me what I thought would happen. What I'd like to happen is someone, you know, someone like that that could spark us. But again, he's, he's, he's another one that fits that profile of, you know, easy on the eye, you know, is he, is he, is he good in a battle, you know, all that. We've got loads of him, haven't we, you know? I think yeah. Mike got it, Mike got it right, is that we, we probably need some steel. And, and so did Neil. He said we need a captain, which we still do. We've been, we've we've said that ever since ever since you know God was a boy, uh, you know we need we need we coming down you know it's so obvious it's so obvious when you when you sit and you listen to Gary Neville and, and Carragher, who have got more of the ump about the way Arsenal play than the, the manager and his waxwork assistant that sits next to him, right? I do not understand it. I don't understand it. Gary Neville was more annoyed than them two. Honestly, he was like they were sitting there with a cup of fucking tea together and a biscuit. Right. Meanwhile, Gary Neville's going. This is a disgrace. They should all be part of a cell. Carragher's oh, going. You know, you know what? You know what? Honestly, how many years have I got to watch this? How many years have I got to watch the same performance? And I'm thinking, well, maybe you two should go and sit down, right? And then then two can go and sit and, and commentate when it means nothing. Honestly, it's astonishing. Astonishing. There's no, you know, I think Neil mentioned he didn't get up once. Venga. Nor did nor did Bold. And what is the point of Steve Bold? What is the point? Honestly, yeah, it is complete and utter faceless waste of space I've ever seen on on a bench. Clueless. Yeah, yeah, he just sits yeah. there. He, honestly, he does. I swear to God, he can sleep with his eyes open. The fucking bloke. <laughs> honestly, unbelievable. I swear he's asleep. Honestly, I don't. I don't see him move. Honestly, I don't see him move. I think sometimes someone should grab his head and see if he's got a fucking pulse to geezer. Because <laughs> I swear to God, it's it, 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 bizarre. Oh. Meanwhile, he ain't got no. Yeah, ain't got no air mark. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, quite right there. Oh, <laughs> my God. Maybe we could take his pulse through his head, see if he's alive. <laughs> Honestly, it is. And, you know, meanwhile, Armageddon, oh, you know, the fact everyone's... Kill me every time, mate. 3,000 oh. in the corner, you know, going ballistic, you know, showing the passion that's required. You've got 11 on the pitch that don't give a toss, one's asleep, and one don't know what to do on the bench. And apart from that, boys, it's all going well. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah there you go. Um, it's been awful, hasn't it? been awful. I'm going to predict, yeah, like you, Ox leaves. I yeah. think Alexis, I think we might keep hold of him at this Do point. But, uh, but if something's going to happen, we're 27. Now, something, by, by Tuesday, something's coming out if Alexis is going. Because you, know, yeah. you, need, you need 48 hours, surely. So, you know, like by Tuesday, that, if we haven't heard anything by the end of Tuesday, yeah, go on, Mark. That, do you think City will come and test us? I think they will. And I think yeah, I do as well. I, I, think, well. I think he's at a point now where, you know, we get rid of Ox and if Wenger knows yeah. we're not getting anyone big in, I don't know if we can, even he can, 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 oh, can allow yeah. him to leave. Can you imagine, do you know what I mean? 
I just, like, I, I, but he might do. He might do. But if we lose Mustafi and don't get a centre back in, again, I'm at a loss there. Um, if we uh, lose Ox and don't get anyone in, I'm not that at a loss because, like we said about Nelson, I feel like we can replace him within with yeah. that one. I don't really, I'm not, I'm not that bad. But like you said, the central midfielder. But there's no way we're getting a central midfielder in unless he gets rid of Wilshere um, mm. or someone else because we've already got six there. So yeah. it, 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 we only had five there last year, and Wenger's all about. You know, talking about overcrowded, he's not. He's not getting anyone in unless we get rid of one or two. So, no, no, um, I don't see it. it. Just looks too late, doesn't it? it just looks too mm, late. So. That's mate. Yeah. Oh guys, be all positive. But um, thanks, um, boys, Neil, Mark, Michael, appreciate it. it must pleasure, be pleasure. Cheers, guys, gentlemen. So. Pleasure, thanks it. a lot, and, everyone. Uh, we'll be posted a bit shortly. Tested, we'll be, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We might be back. Probably not next week. We'll be back after the Bournemouth game. We we need a week off. Uh, we need to go and get. Michael's rum and all get a sip of that or a couple of bottles. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be at the Bournemouth game for my sins so anyway there you go oh, I'll be there oh, yeah, I, I might sell it on mate actually wait a week and then sell it on I'll, you might get a bit of value for it at the moment they're probably you probably have to pay to give it away <laughs> oh, <laughs> so you can always sell it to a Bournemouth fan though you know, could do you could do uh, I'm, going, I'm, I'm going to Steve Bowles that day I'm going to draw my eyes on my eyelids so when I shut them it looks like I'm awake <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I have to say, after after all that doom and gloom that we've had the last few hours, Mark has absolutely cheered me up with what he just said a few minutes ago. Uh, fantastic. Uh, well you, done, Mark. Got, well done. Time. We've got to keep it going, haven't we? Eh? Oh, <laughs> you've got to. You've got to. We've got to. Fantastic stuff. Thanks, boys. And uh, follow us at Purely Arsenal FP. Go to footballpurist.com. Don't forget, when you go to footballpurist.com, it'll give you a little pop up screen and you can throw that. Not an app, but put it onto your home screen. Therefore, you get you get the, you get the podcast straight away, and you don't have to worry if you don't want to go through the podcast app. Um, go on there, have a look, look around. We've changed everything, and uh, let us know what you think. Um, but yeah, thanks, Mark, Neil, Michael. We'll be back in a couple Please of weeks. Um, I don't know. Cheers. I guess we'll keep the faith up the arse. Come on, you gooners! The sheer euphoria pouring out from everyone, managers, players, supporters. How about that? How about that?